Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. How the double heck are you? Do you hear that voice? It is my bestie, my best friend, the love of my life. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. He's back. I got a heart like a truck. It's been drugged through the mood. It, did they play that on Grey's Anatomy? Because I know that you're deep in your Listen, Grey's Anatomy binge. I am and so that might be it. deep into it. But no, that's not it, y'all. If you recognize okay. that, that's that GMC commercial with the truck. <laughs> like, if y'all look at channel 7 or 10, it comes. It literally comes on every channel. But it's this yeah. one specific commercial with this GMC truck. And when I say that girl sings that song, like... I don't really care for country music like that, but when I heard that, right. I was like, let me download this. And that's when... how I am. I will literally take, I'll wait and then I will pause it, rewind it, and then take out uh, Shazam. Shazam. And be Shazam like, it? What song is this? I didn't even need to do that though, because let me tell you, like, they literally showed me on the radio. Mm -hmm. Like the girl that was in the truck, she like she showed the actual song track, and I was like, "Oh, heart like a truck," and I was like, "Thank you, thank you, sis." Like she knew she was like, "You're gonna fucking love this song, and you're gonna download it," and that's Hell exactly yeah. what I did. It's definitely giving like Gen Z Carrie Underwood. And Gen I'm here for it. If I could say. If I could describe her in any way, because the album covers her in these bell bottoms and boots, I'm like, okay. Carrie Underwood meets Reba. Ooh. Ooh. I'll give duo. it to her. That's my girl. That's, like, that's almost as strong as when Reba and Kelly Clarkson teamed up with because Ooh, of because you. Of you. <laughs> because of you, I am. What a remix. Remember Lady Annabellum? Um, absolutely. And you know what? I heavily fuck with them even more now because they changed their name to Lady A during the um, Oh yeah. Black Lives Matter Ooh, I forgot about I'm, and so I'm like, sorry, yo. And I'm like, you know what? Shout out to them for literally, you know, being down with the movement, okay? Because they know we, we ran that shit up. Black people loved Need You Now and still love Need You Now. Because I need you. Like, I will literally do a whole episode doing karaoke, y'all. So... Same. I think that's that's just be you know you know when we literally do our Patreon episodes, which you guys can yes. go to patreon.com slash black mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. subscribe multiple tiers. <laughs> when we do our Patreon episodes and we're like what we're listening to, we need to do a country one. A country just one. so just dedicated to country because even though we don't fuck with it like that, like that, there are some songs and even on the main podcast here. We've sung out loud oh, yeah. a lot of songs. Definitely one from the car soundtrack. Like I could tell you that Rascal Flats. Like Lord, that life is slap. a highway. My God. Cause that song it means so much to me. That's all yeah. I can say. It means so much to them too. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell when they went in the studio, they were like, listen. They literally said, there's not much time left today. There wasn't any fucking time. They had to record the song. Rent was due, and they had to pay it. I just love it. I love that good old... I'm not going to say it, but I just... Country. The countryness. I love it. The country music. The baked beans hot dog music. (laughs) And then it was... I think it was uh, Black Music Month. It was either, was it March? I don't know. Earlier this year is Black Music Month. Every month is Black Music Month for us. But um, Shade Room did a post. Because I already knew that there was this girl called Mickey Guyton. And she is like a really good country singer. And also, K. Michelle. I was literally another, waiting on you to say K. Michelle. <laughs> I'm gonna one thing about it. I want to talk about how good K. Michelle can sing country, but they did a whole post on just black country singers, and I'm like, you know what? I saved that post so I could check it out because that shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're doing it for us. I'm so yeah. happy to be back, y'all. Thank you for the introduction, Kia. You. Like I missed you so I missed y'all and I heard the podcast with Kendrick and I'm like I want I wanna be there. I wanna be there so bad. Because y'all were literally talking about everything that I wanted to talk about. And <laughs> I'm actually so back on a good week because you mm-hmm. that's what I'll say. Y'all already seen y'all already see what's going on. Y'all know what's going on. Y'all know, y'all know exactly what's going on in the Bravo world. Ooh. Yes. So, getting into our Black excellence, Kaya, I know you have two for this week. Right. And then it's perfect that we start with music, which mm-hmm. for some reason we kind of always do. <laughs> kind of always do. Always. And you got to just vibe with that. Um, if I sound a little weird, it's because I'm at my mom's house. I don't have her mic. I don't have my mic. Um, but it should still sound good. Anyways, so I want to give my first Black Excellence Award to Kay Trinata and Eminé because they are doing a collab album. Yes. And I was blessed enough to hear Kay Trinata play when I went to the weekend concert. What? Yeah, Kay Trinata was his opener when he came down here. Was it the Bubble so, album? Where he um, has the blue um, eyes. He he played he played like his greatest hits. Oh my god. So gosh. and you know that he is uh Canadian, so I was like, wow, I these Canadians. And then the fact that they're about to like team up and do a dual album and it's called Kate like mwah. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And I hope that this inspires him, kind of like what Drake does. And what 21 Savage does to make collab albums with multiple people. I really want to see him do one with Tidra Moses. And that's that I just wanna be the I just wanna be your girl. Oh, oh. yes, that was like yes. one of his first hits. And I would love for them to make an album together. They have two songs together, two or three. What a callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really love you both of them, I, actually. Yes. I brought those those are like my brothers yeah katronada that whole that (laughs) yeah that's what i'll say (laughs) yeah i love it i can't wait 
<laughs> and then my second one goes to I want to say the entire cast, but especially the actresses that played Lady Danbury and Queen Charlotte Ooh. on Netflix's new show, Queen Charlotte. I hope that y'all have, I call it Black Brid- Bridgerton. I hope that y'all have been watching Black Bridgerton run those numbers up. Like, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but they. Such phenomenal acting from such young actors. Such a beautifully written script. Shonda Rhimes did her thing as usual. Mm. I just shout out to them. So who is or are your Black Excellence? Well, I got two of them. My first one is going to be Usher. Because they literally had him (laughs) fucked up the other night. And it pissed me off so bad because I'm like, one thing about it, I don't know what happened and I don't know what's going on because Chris Brown did say, you know, people are spinning the narrative and it wasn't what what we heard. So I I will back off when it comes to that. But what I do know is nobody's going to put their hands on Usher Usher Baby. That's what I do know. So that's going to be number one because he he handled that quite well. He went to his show the next day, the Lovers and Friends tour, and he tore it up. And that was that. Right. And, and I he love still that. allowed Chris Brown to. Yeah. To allow. Mm. Allow. So, you know, that's mm. the first one. My second one is going to be Holly Bailey because she looks so beautiful for this little mermaid. I want to say it was the screening. It was a pre- like the Hollywood premiere. It was a Hollywood premiere. Yeah. In two weeks. And T and Tamara were there. And I just and they were there together. I want to make that yes. very clear. They weren't, they didn't come separate. They were there together. And if they brought their know. daughters. So if you know, you know. I love that. And you know, uh all their fans, we wanted Twitch's spinoff with Chloe and Holly. That's what all we've been asking for. And right. hopefully we get that soon. Hopefully that's literally manifesting that. Mm-hmm. Because it's only wow. right. Like, it's only right. And they show so much love to each other. And I just love that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Those are two really good, really important Black Excellence Awards. Especially mm-hmm. the Ursher one. Because it's like, yo, Chris, put down whatever you're doing. Whether it is liquid, mm-hmm. solid, gas, um, or a substance, and, mm, allegedly, elements, and, <laughs> and realize <laughs> who the fuck you playing with, okay? Please. And Tiana too, like not too much on Tiana, not either. too much, because Tiana don't even need Iman. If Tiana will handle your, because they fell out over that bullshit and. <laughs> It just pisses me off every time I think about it. I, I just yeah. can't. I can't. It's the utter disrespect. And it's like, yo, you're already lucky to even... You always And I don't want to get it confused. Culture. Because Chris Brown is one talented-ass man. But mm-hmm. when it just comes to, like, his personal life and certain things that he... Like, the way he moves, I just don't like yep. it. I can't fuck with it. I with can't. women and men. Yeah. And it's very clear with women and men. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's going on. 
Why she doesn't need to do it. Get some help. Seek help. Yeah, a little um, better help. Yeah, you can use our, <laughs> listen, BWB50 for better help. Send it to Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. It helps. Talk to someone. They're available. Literally. They will match you with, listen, they will match you with someone who is good for you. If you don't like your therapist, they will literally match you with someone else, mm-hmm. but only if you use BWB50 for that code. Mm-hmm. And then after you're going to be a little bit tired when you get off stage, so definitely go and get that HelloFresh BWB Fit 16. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then next week we'll tell you about another one. But, uh... Right. You know, HelloFresh. But that's just for this week. Um, so... (laughs) Not too... We have to go because (laughs) we're already (laughs) acting up. I... We have our individual things that we want to talk mm-hmm. about, and then we have some things that we watched together that we want to talk about. Would you like to start off with your horror movie yes. that everyone's been, everyone's been talking about that movie? Everybody has been talking about it? Yeah. I can like, see every, why. Like horror, horror fans, I will say. I Not everybody, see, mm-hmm. but horror fans within the horror community. I can see why. Number one, this movie caught me by surprise. It's Evil Dead Rise, y'all. Um, what made you want to watch it first off? I kind of got pressured to watch it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just... <laughs> leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I kind of got pressured to watch it. And um, at first, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, I do like horror but I like watching a horror movie in the privacy of my own home for whatever reason. I don't like to go to a theater to do it because I don't like people to see me jump and shit. Cause sometimes shit is just a little bit too scary and you have to like, you're just taken back. So with this movie from like the first scene, I'm not going to give everything away, but the first scene, somebody's whole ass scalp gets ripped the fuck off. Oh my God. And that's what got me. That is what gets me. Like, the first scene, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a way to start a movie. And then they just act like it doesn't happen, and they move on. So the movie centers around these two sisters who reunite. Like, one of the sisters, she's pregnant. She's had a horrible life, a horrible time with men. The other sister, she has three kids, one boy and two girls. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to say one of the kids is actually gender fluid, so I'm not too sure. So if I'm wrong on that, please um, look past that. Uh, but yeah, she has three kids and they reunite. And then what? So there's an earthquake that happens. That's what it's centered around. Now, the kids are in this parking garage and the ground kind of opens up in the center. And then uh-uh. it's like this secret passage And of course, one of the kids, the boy goes down there and he pulls out one of these books and he puts it in his backpack and he takes that shit in the house. And as soon as he did that, I was like, that's the wrong thing to do. You're fucking up. As soon as he did that shit, he literally opened the book and it was, I think it was this, this, uh, what do they call that? The disc, the big disc. A record. It was a record, like a vinyl of like somebody talking and saying all this 
these spells and like it was like some demonic ass shit and he put that on the record Mm-mm. player and he started playing that in the house and that was the wrong fucking move the, the pages start to flip y'all know how this shit goes the, the pages start to flip and then his mom she was doing some laundry so as soon as she walked in the elevator one of the spirits one of the demons i'm sorry that's not a spirit one of the demons jumped inside her body I know you fucking lie. And she literally spazzed, like her her eyes rolled to the back of her head. All of a sudden, she was like chained up. And then finally, she went in the house. And they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with this bitch?" Because she's like in front of the sink, and she's making these eggs, and she's making them so nasty. Like at this point, I'm just, <laughs> I'm telling y'all details, but she's making these eggs so nasty. So the kids are like, "Mama, are you okay?" And then she turns around and she jumps on one of the kids. Oh no! See, I don't like. So this it shit. goes from there. And when I say that, like she is whoever. Let me let me shout her out. Let me get her name, cause mm-hmm. whoever that is that's in that movie. I want to say her name is Alyssa Sutherland. You did the damn thing. Like, the way you played that fucking demon and the way you jumped on those people and the way you, like, she was so conniving, too. And she would change up her voice. Like... What the fuck? It was crazy. Like, when I say this movie is not the one to fuck with, after the movie, I had to light some sage. Yeah. And I had to read a watch, few. And watch some, watch mm-hmm. some cartoons. Right, no, I had to watch some T.D. Jakes because it was bad. <laughs> some Peter Popoff. Like, it was bad. Yeah, I don't fuck with that, baby. I, I no, as, literally as soon as I seen this movie, too. My cousins was like, oh, it was good. I was like, no, you know, you guys know Kayla will never watch anything mm-hmm. like this it was hard yeah. enough to get her to watch lovecraft country when that came out so yeah. i was like imagine how she would feel about this you don't understand like it, mind you i love stranger things but once they started that run up the hill shit that literally took me like two days i had to open you know my house i had to open my blinds <laughs> and watch that shit because right i am scared right and i'm just like if they do not get her soon if they don't stop morphing into these different origami shapes i'm going to turn this off in the name of jesus yeah yeah it's and i get it i get why you would but it was good, so I think you know. But it was just like, oh my God. And I remember when I used to watch Sabrina, that shit was demonic, but I used to have to watch it in the daytime and watch some cartoons after. And then when I still watch Riverdale, Riverdale be on that weird shit too. I'd watch it in the daytime, watch some cartoons after. Like, I am just too mm-hmm. scared. Like, okay, a slasher film, slasher films, I can do. Like Scream Six, I saw that in theaters. You know, it's whatever. My favorite is personally the one about birthdays, and it's like it's every day is her birthday or whatever. That Ooh. one is a slasher film. Um, 
that one is good. And they have a second one, Happy Death Day. Um, yeah, see, those are like kitty, like you know, kitty horrible yeah, compared to around, this one. Because exactly. this was, I don't do demons, it was spirits, much. ghosts. And the worst part about it, though, is towards the end, like all the characters that have turned, that have transformed into demons, because there's multiple mm -hmm. characters, mm -hmm. they all form together and create this big monster. Oh no! It's like some human centipede type shit, and mm -hmm. if you know, you know. Mm -mm. I don't want to know. In the words mm -hmm. of The Weeknd and Mario Winans and Diddy and Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin, I don't want to know. It was too much. Now, one thing about it was she meant business, and I kind of wish. Well, what was her goal? Like, did she just want to beat bitches up or what? <laughs> The demon literally wanted to kill everybody. Like, mm -hmm. if I don't even think there was any goal. It was just like, you know what? Because like I said, from the start of the movie, this girl was literally minding her business and sitting in the chair, and she got her fucking scalp ripped off just like that. I would be so bad. Like, even if I survived that, just put me down. Like, the demon was upset for some reason. And I'm like, well, who fucking shit in her coffee? <laughs> like jeez I can't I can't be that, that is too scary and I thought that uh, everyone was saying that the Monique movie was scary like that sounds like apples and cherries oh no Monique, it, was, it was just scary how fast Monique ran like that's what <laughs> scared me that. the most Like, and that's the funniest thing <laughs> cause I did not expect that like I'm like <laughs> The way she's running around this house is like Godspeed, like Flash. She should have literally been the new Flash. Oh my God. You know who I, what else I saw? I forgot. Um, don't worry about who, but I went to see the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's what took me. Don't worry about who. Don't worry about who. Just know that I went to see it. I did not pay for it. And I'm glad because it was ass. And everyone is saying that it's the best movie since um Avengers Infinity War or Avengers Endgame. And I'm like, well, did no one watch Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever? Or are you just being stupid? Oh, no, they just didn't like that. They didn't like the people didn't like that one, I guess. The um, so let me tell you, the only way that you would like it is if you really like the Guardians of the Galaxy. And me, I'm really cool with them. I watched the first one at home, I watched the second one at home, and I'm like, oh, this is a this so this is my first experience going in person because I'm gonna see every Marvel movie, you know. Um and it was a very contained movie. You can understand what's going on, even if you haven't been watching every Marvel movie come out. But I just don't see the hype because the way that, that people are talking about it, it's like, oh my God, Marvel is back. Mm -hmm. Phase five is amazing. A hundred million percent on the tomato meter and all the shit. Chris Pratt was amazing. This is the last one. Wow, wow, wow. Let me tell you, spoiler <laughs> alert, none of them bitches died. 
So I feel oh, like I how like is it going to be good if none of them die? They need one of them has to. None of them. Not even like all of them. You thought that one was going to die, but they didn't die. And I'm just like, what the fuck? It felt like a PETA commercial because it was really about how Rocket became Rocket. And I'm like, y'all bet this whole movie on Rocket. And I'm just like, when is it going to be? People were crying, screaming, throwing up. And I'm just like, it's not that good. Like, I was counting the minutes till it was over. And then the two after credit scenes were also mid. And I'm just like, I feel lied to. I want that. I'm ready for them to really show me something that I have not seen. Like... Where are and why by that I mean specifically where are the Ets men? Did you happen to see who what the rumors are who was casted for the X Men? Well, oh no, JK. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, Kendra's gonna beat my ass. Um, it's Fantastic Four that they are casting for. Did you see when I say you scared for? me so bad because I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, no. But for Fantastic Four, I think I did see a few of the people, um, Mm. but I didn't really, I I wasn't too familiar with them. Well, so according to Kendrick, the dad, I guess, is supposed to be Adam Driver. And I feel like he just gets everything. So John Krasinski didn't want to do it no more? That's my thing. Like, you got Because I liked him. Right. I would like for him to come back, so I don't like that at all. Um, Apparently, it's Adam Driver is in the running. And then this is the one I really did not like. Sue Storm is supposed to be... Mind you, I love this actress because I, I'm obsessed with her. Sue Storm is allegedly supposed to be Margot Robbie. And I'm like, are there no other actresses? Wait, what? Allegedly, it's and me looking are, at these Mar- are very. I have to look up very, Margot Robbie to make sure this Barbie, is Barbie, li- and Harley Quinn. I knew it was so- her, but I just had to verify <laughs> that it was her because why the fuck would we want somebody that's Harley on DC Quinn. to be on Marvel? And then on top of that, it's like she's already in everything. I don't want that. Change it. I don't want it. Take it back. I don't want it. I'd rather Carrie Underwood. Listen, Kim Zosiak could do it at this point, and it would be better. It than, would actually, like, no, that would actually eat kind of. Like, I'm not even going to yeah. lie. That would actually eat a lot. And Croy could be Kim Mr. Zosiak. Fantastic. <laughs> but this is Him and that ass. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it in that suit. But, uh... <laughs> That yeah, that's the worst. Who did they say is going to be uh, the thing? Um, they don't have a a word on that. Steve Wilkos yeah. has <laughs> call up Steve Wilkos, give him some hand sanitizer, and tell him to do it, and he will. Steve Wilkos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, Ghostly Guardians of the Galaxy 3, if you really like them, 
if you give a fuck about them. And then also, spoiler alert, I want to give you like two seconds to fast forward this part before I stop talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, they said that Star-Lord will return. So not only is did he not die, but he will be coming back. <laughs> What's the point? Oh. Okay, that's it with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, so the show that I did want to talk about is Queen Charlotte, you guys. It's a spinoff of Bridgerton. It's about the Black Queen on Bridgerton and how she became, you know, the first Black Queen there. And if you watch Bridgerton, you know that her husband has some form of a mental health issue that they keep him kind of like locked up and you don't really know how much she loves him and was in love with him back when they were younger. So Queen Charlotte explores her marriage to him, how they had kids, what was wrong with him mentally. Um, Lady Danbury, who is a very important character and Bridgerton, who raised Simon, and um, we found that out in the first season. She's also on there as how she became close to the lady. And it was not a love story like Bridgerton season one and two. So if you're going into that, don't expect that. Because that's what I was expecting, and I think that's why the first two episodes, I was like, what is this? This is not romantic. This is not what I want to see. This is not on brand. What's going on? Shonda, are you crazy? But then you get to episode three and they do one of those things where you see the story from one perspective, which was Queen Charlotte's perspective. And then you see the story from uh, King George perspective and how the, the great lengths that he went to uh, for his love for Queen Charlotte, even though it was an arranged marriage because that's how, you know, things went back in the day. And it was just such a beautiful show once you got to episode three, once the pieces started coming together in episodes four through six and you understand why she acted the way that she did and it ties into the Bridgerton season three that's coming up. Completely different show. I call it Black Bridgerton and... I want y'all to watch Black Bridgerton because we need to run those numbers up so we could possibly get a season two. And even if we don't, even if it's just a limited series on Queen Charlotte, the way that that cast acted for the ages that they are, they ate Downey on. Okay, so watch Queen Charlotte. It's beautiful. Get some tissues. It's only six episodes, which really pissed me off because I wanted at least eight or... Personally, I always want 10 episodes, period, because y'all got the money for it. But I wasn't getting that. It was only six episodes, and it just leaves you wanting more. It leaves you wanting to, like, go back and catch things in the beginning. It leaves you with questions, but also it leaves you with answers. It leaves you with, like, in general, in, in life, when you wonder why someone is so, quote, unquote, like, hard or mean or whatever... You don't know what they've been through. And it's just a beautiful story that Shonda, again, brilliantly done. So she was in her, she was in her Telfer when she fucking made that show. Not her Shout telfer. out to Queen. Shout out to Queen 
Charlotte. Shout out to Queen Charlotte. And don't get it confused with um, what is that show on? Um, uh, don't do it, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> Those are the only royals that um we acknowledge here because I couldn't give a fuck other than Katy Perry kind of eating and not finding her seat. That's the only royal stuff that I care about. And Ice Spice, yeah. And Ice Spice, yeah, Princess mm. Diana. That's the, the royalty that we care about. Um, but yeah. So let's get into power. Because this was episode eight, and you know, mm-hmm. when there is a ten when there they always say when there's a ten season uh show, episodes three and episodes eight are the most pivotal. And I've been testing that theory, and it's true. It's episodes it's three. Me? And episodes eight always. I have to remember that. What's going on? You, you'll notice it. Remember that. Damn. Write it down. Take a picture. Damn. Yeah, this was so, a big so, episode, y'all. Like, so much happened, including Sats getting killed, which, like, was kind of, it hurt me a little bit. It hurt me a lot. And it was just. It was like, it was too, if I could criticize it, it was too easy for such a legendary yeah. character. That, and a lot of people are saying that Sats is still alive. I don't know. I've already wrote his own spinoff. Like, I've already planned it. But <laughs> I hope so, because I like Sats. Like I said, Sats was so useful. He had all the information. He knew where Tyreek's parents were. Who else is going to know this information now? Well, not Tyreek's parents, but Ty- Tyreek's mom and sister. Davis. But Davis is in trouble. Davis. Davis. Oh, Davis knows? Method Man. I think he does, yeah. Because they... Oh, shit. Because they said that um, Sats was the only one that knew... No, remember when he um, oh, was yeah. saying that he needed a favor Ooh. and Davis is the okay. one who literally okay. did the favor? What they're saying is that Sachs had pertinent information about like not charging them in a RICO case. Like he Ooh. was, he would have, you know, when he left that message and things like that. Um, but basically Sachs is a character that has come from the original power show if only for him to survive ghosts to survive tommy to survive little ghosts to be killed by davis's brother who had been you know we told you that he got released from jail and he's getting acclimated to the real world but he wasn't able to get acclimated to the real world because the real world is is it's hard out here but he had it turns out he hadn't been going to his treatments because he had a rare disease and that's why Davis wanted him out so he could go to these these new treatments or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was lying about that. He never went to his treatments. We found out that Sachs was a CI and then so once Davis's brother found out that Sachs was a CI he's like, I have to handle this for you because I didn't give all those years of my life because we know that now that, you know, uh, Davis let him go to jail instead of 
instead of him. And, you know, his brother took his place. And his brother is like, I didn't do that much time in jail for you to get wrapped up with Sax. So Sax needs to be dealt with. And Davis was going to do it himself. Or Tariq could have did it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Davis's brother took it upon himself to do it. So he killed Sax and then he killed himself. Oh. Um, it was it was such a heartbreaking scene because obviously we've been with even though Sax is like he's Aggie and everything, he was a real one. It was mm-hmm. kind of like losing Proctor, but it wasn't as bad as Proctor. I remember when Proctor died. I was like, oh my god. Cause That's how I felt. That is literally how I felt with sex. Like, I'm like, no. Not, yes. not literally, it could have been Effie. But not <laughs> sex. And Sax's, well, the actor that plays Sax, he went on Instagram and he thanked the show for letting him play that character. So that's why I think he's really dead. People are like, he 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 might be alive. I think I saw his heart beating. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you I do about? and I'm like, I do too. I did too. I thought I seen it too. Like, I just don't want it to be true, y'all. Because he's still such a valuable character on this show. Right. But aside from that, you know who really pissed me the fuck off this episode? Who? Drew. Drew really yeah. pissed me the fuck off on this Messy. episode. Like when I say I wanted Messy. to be on the show for a second and handle him myself because that's what Monet Tahada would ask me to do. Like, why are you in this restaurant drinking and showing your ass? And you know they're gonna put you on camera because this guy is a ball player now. Right, and you literally just saw him on TV. You see me on TV. (laughs) I don't know why I feel the need to say that every time, but that is what got me. Because I'm like, if you see this, why would you show your ass? And now the lady knows that Drew knows what happened to her son. Because before you said, oh, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. And now you're like, oh, because he's gone. Like, bitch, what you mean? So they're gonna bust his ass. Yeah, she was she was really shook by that. And I think this is really what's gonna get her going. I think before with that man, it seemed like she didn't really give a fuck about him like that anyway. So you know how husbands can be child. Yeah, that's that was one thing about it. But she's like, not my child. My child? That's different. That's a little bit different. That's different. So she's going to get in Monet's ass. I wouldn't be surprised if she stabs Monet by the end of the season. I don't think her, I don't think she's a shooter. I see her more as a stabber. (laughs) Or she'll like hit a bitch with a car. Like she'll run your ass over. Like that's what I see. So. Or they said that, that they said that her husband was a snitch. She might be a snitch. And, and, Imagine if it's Diana. Ooh. Like it would be so funny yes. to me because I'm so sick of her. So ass last anyway. week, guys, Diana got arrested. We thought that she was gonna tell. Um, <laughs> Monet was like, Monet was like, I didn't raise a snitch, but y'all know Diana. And I was like, don't do her. <laughs> um, but she didn't tell. And then and... when Diana got out of uh when she finally got out. 
from the from the jail, she asked Monet if she could be done and like actually go to school, go off to school and like be done with this shit like for in a real. different state. And Monet was like, pretty much get your motherfucking ass in the car and shut up. Like, and that hurt my feelings because I'm like, well, damn, she just cooperated and she did what you asked her to do. Like, she's just never going to be done with this life. She hates Diana. That's the problem. I think, and I want to know why that is. I'd love to see an episode just about Monet's upbringing because I don't think they would do a whole show about it, but I would like to see why she is the way she is. I would also like to know or see an episode of why she really does not fuck with Diana. Why don't you be something like she she ate the last piece of tilapia? Not for tilapia for me, but if it was maybe like the last piece of rib, I would consider it. Mm-hmm. Or they were probably like eating like forever. Pizza Hut when Pizza Hut was real good. At that like you remember the when olives? they had the red cups. Like yes, when they were real good, and she took that last piece of pepperoni pizza out of the box. Mm-hmm. That would be fair. Yeah, I understand. I would be. <laughs> I would be done. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, I would be done. Also, oh, I wasn't gonna say no. <laughs> I would. Just they be had. Done. They had a plan. Okay, so everyone got together. They had a plan to get Effie arrested instead of, uh, you know, just to like throw them off and everything. So they got Effie arrested, but then Effie came out and she was a real one. She ate that. She's like, I understand what happened, and I know it was y'all. But whatever, cool. But then at the end of the episode, they arrested Effie again. She's like, Effie, put your hands behind your back. You're arrested. Because they didn't have shit. And they finally was just like, you know what? We're going to have to arrest Effie to really like get shit going. And Lauren literally pulled down that motherfucking window. And she was, and was like, like, that's the bitch. Yes, officer that's who tried to kill me and i was like lauren period a scene and she didn't give a fuck the way she wrote the way she looked at effie like all disgusted like this dirty ass bitch right right she had because you're not gonna try to kill like you're not gonna try to kill me and then walk around and then fuck my man like there, there's one thing, but then there's two things that she did. Like you tried. Me to personally, me, I would have got bot brain specifically for that moment because I feel like that would hit the most. Like when a bitch with bot sprayed snitches, like that is when, yeah. And then Effie was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! She couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe it. She was shook. Because the whole time, everyone thought that. But Lauren she's going dead, down for real. Me. She's going to. She's done. Yeah. She's. She's. It's over for Effie. Well, I think what they're going to do is like, okay, so we will try to negotiate something with you if you snitch on, you know, the thing I got going on, the drug dealing thing. And it's no so way they can, they can do that. It's no way they can do that. Unless Kane finds out what Monet did, which I think Kane kind of already has an idea. I think Kane knows. 
knows? That Monet killed Lorenzo or got it like set it up. So I don't he knows know. because that he was looking at her the last episode when they killed the the other dude <laughs> for it. He was like he was like staring at her. Because Monet like, is so wings. slick. She is so like orchestrated. Because she like, did that and then she He's dead. Sex. He's on the floor. Go in his coat pocket and check his phone. And then it's like they go in the coat pocket and they check the phone. And then she's like, pull up the text messages and see what that bitch said. And then they pull up the text messages and it's something that she sent really quick. And she's like, told you, kill his ass. It's like, who wouldn't believe Like, that's iconic. Like, I don't care. People are very split when it comes to Mm. Monet. They're saying she's too unemotional. She does, she thinks too fast, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. Like, one thing about it, she's going to figure some shit out. And that's why I would use, okay, this is a really fun question before we get off power. Orchestrate a team with like three power characters, and it could be from any like any of the power spinoffs or any power. Ooh, if, oh my god! Obviously, I'm a villain. It would be Monet, mm-hmm. Tommy. The last one I have to think about. <laughs> Monet, Tommy. Kanan. Big Kanan, though. Not young Kanan. He not ready yet. Ooh. 50 Cent. What about you? Uh, mine would be Monet, what, for sure. Monet. Um, who else? Who else? I feel like Who's on the other one? I want to say Kanan because I feel like actually no Kane, just Kane. And who's the third one? Who's the third one? Who's the third one? It's like I don't know why I keep thinking about somebody from BMF because it's like I want to say Lucille. Okay, I want to say Lucille. Lucille would be my third person. I should have never. Allowed you to do BMF. Monet, Kane, and Lucille, for sure. (laughs) What a team. Lucille is so out of place. But. Because we need somebody that's going to prank. Like, Monet is going to come up with the plan. Kane is going to execute it. And Lucille is going to pray about it. Amen. And it all works out. I feel like as long as we have those three things, it's all going to come into play. Mine is just straight up killers. And I think that that's something I have to sort out in therapy one day. No, I get it, though. Because they know what to do. Like, they, and they, they're still alive. Like Especially Tommy. Especially Tommy. Tommy's not only alive, but Tommy has a spinoff. And Monet... Has been alive for this long, and she's not. I don't. I don't ever see her going to. Well, I don't know. I see her getting set up, of course, but I don't think it'll be. She's gonna get out of it. She's not gonna be in jail for a long time. I don't see that for Monet. I don't. I don't see that. 
And finally, Kane and Effie got together um, after he paid her tuition. Sure. And the sex scene was trash. I'm sorry. Like, we have been... The whole power-watching universe has been talking about how Kane and Effie were going to get together before this season even premiered because they broke down the trailer and they were like, whose hands are those? Those are not Tariq's hands. And they were like, okay, finally, Kane and Effie are going to go at it. And they did, twice. And at the first... I think the first time they did it, they had Summer... Walker's Girls Need Love playing. And I was like, oh, it's about to go down. Right. And then they just cut the scene. I'm like, okay, so we're going to go back to it. So then when we got back to it, it was just like, I've seen, I've seen more romantic scenes on The Young and the Restless. Yeah, it just was no chemistry. And then Kane's whole thing was, my sister is locked up. And Effie's like, okay, but you want to fuck real quick? Like, and that's... And not just that, he spent the night. And that's why Monet cussed his ass out. Monet was like, no, you wasn't handling shit. (laughs) But some pussy. (laughs) My favorite scene was when Monet, when Tariq was like, you know about this and Monet, Monet was like, "Why is that a perfect Tariq impression? <laughs> the perfect Tariq did impression." Did you see? I did the S at the end. Yes. Monet, you know about this? And Monet was like, "I don't care who's fucking." Like, same. Okay, so there's also a debate in the power fan universe of do we think that Tariq cares that Effie and Kane smashed or does he not give a fuck because obviously he's really on Lauren. No, he cares. He cares because I think it really hurt him to know that somebody he cared about did something to him like that. And that's why he spashed the way he did and he was like, you know what? You know what? You're out. And that's why he took her to that place, because he couldn't believe it. I definitely think he cares about Effie. I think he cares about her trauma. I think he was just angry and upset, obviously. But, and we can see, because he she wasn't locked up for too long. He didn't orchestrate a plan to get her ass locked up for good. Yeah, of course. He just tried to do what he needed to do. Now, Lauren has been showing her ass. I don't know what kind of cheeseburger they got for her. But she snitched. She's like, it's over. I'm going home. And now she's not safe because Kane has seen her ass. So you know they have to handle her now. My thing is, I'm not a snitch, but if you try to kill me, I'm not going to let, like, <laughs> I'm not going to let you walk around. It's him dressing up as a lawyer. And that's when I was like, damn. Like that must have been good because I've been seeing pictures. You mean this is we're talking about the episodes that was it, wasn't it this one? See, the Facebook group, y'all get on my nerves because y'all have me. I'm too deep deep in it, (laughs) in too deep, like Drake and Future. It's so good because y'all convinced me. Every time, and I look like a clown. No, but like this is this might happen, but it it's like 
might be the next because episode. they have certain pictures like some of them are fake and they get them from previous seasons but some of these pictures are real and i'm like how do you guys obtain this information because i have not i have yet to see these scenes and a lot of the times they get stuff from the preview for the next episode. Let me go look. Or they'll go to like the Instagram for the behind the scenes or they even go as far as to going on other shows. I love like, that we get screeners for Bravo, but stars, please. 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 Stars 50 in, cent. in uh HBO Max. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, HBO Max, because I want to see I want to see a um a little euphoria sneak peek. Yeah, I think we should manifest that. I don't know like HBO's a stretch for right now, but stars, I feel like we could definitely try to get screeners for that because listen, we love Lala <laughs> Y'all got power on, and um, when that goes off, I don't know what you're going to do, because <laughs> what's coming up? Like, Tommy isn't ready until later on this year. Raising Kanan is not coming back until, what, like, next year. So it's like, what? I'm excited to see do? what he has. I don't know what he's going to pull, but I, I also can't deal with a few months of no... Like power universe or no BMF, so because something needs no to shake. To. Like there's I need, no reason to. We you need got four. Spin-off. You got four shows, so anytime one goes off, something else should be coming on. And actually, that's Fifty Cent's frustration because he feels as though, which is the truth, he's carrying the network on his back with these shows, and he can't put out the shows that are done when he wants to put them out. So that's why he bought like this big ass like warehouse where he is going to be making more content. And he says that he kind of regrets, you know, selling the shows to stars because they're not allowing him to, you know, cater to mm-hmm. the fans. So. And he also put in for BT for what I heard. It's like they're going to split it. Yeah, a lot of people I hear are trying to go for BET because I, you know, at first it was Tyler Perry. Just don't let Tyler Perry take lead. Whatever you do, just don't let Diddy. (laughs) Don't even get don't Diddy. Don't even play. Unless we're about to bring back 106 and Park, that's that's all I will allow. I don't know, but then now I hear 50 Cent maybe making a play with a couple of people. I forgot who else, but um, I would like to see it, especially if you're going to put power on there or another spinoff on there. Like, let's go, baby. Let's go. I would like to see it. Well, I feel like everything has been said and done when it comes to power. Um, one thing I do want to mention real quick, the Basketball Wives reunion, what would you rate it? The reunion, I would say, even though it was sad, it was an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I would say uh, 
we found out a lot of things about how Jackie is not the friend that she portrays herself. She's not on the show, and I for I don't know why because she's so entertaining. I somehow forget sometimes, but then when I go to the comments, I remember when the the people are like, "Oh, remember how she did her dark skinned daughter?" And I'm like, "Oh, yep, yeah." My bad. Yeah, she's a villain. We kind of moved past that, though. And it was sad. I don't know why. That was not talked about. Well, they did talk about it, but I don't think the blogs were as hot as they are now. Because that, I'm like, today, that would have been carried. And they would have... No, I remember when it happened. Because remember, the baby got burnt. And like she was asking for donations. And they're like, your mother is Jackie Christie. And Jackie Christie, apparently, she is like, none of these bitches make what she makes. She said Jennifer Williams is not even in the same ballpark. And I was like... Mm. And Jennifer is like, you're right, because I don't have a husband. <laughs> exactly I like don't that. have a husband, Jackie. And she was right. You know what? I'm going to let her talk. You know what? I love it. Malaysia was basically like, fuck you guys. And um, they still talk Mm -hmm. about her alleged foreclosure, even though she tried to just get off the show so they wouldn't talk about it. And everybody's like, I didn't know her house was being foreclosed, but like when I heard it, I heard it. DJ Duffy, they had her on the fucking screen on a chair. And I was like, this is the most... They had her on a mega tablet. Ghetto, and creative shit I have ever seen. No, but remember the Real Housewives of Dallas reunion when they had Brandy on the screen? <laughs> but at least they had her like on a stick, like yeah. standing up. They literally leaned Duffy in the chair. And I'm like, why is the tablet why? back? Why? But she looked good, though. She did look good. Now, one thing that I will say is that she didn't have her shit together with this whole Brandy situation. Brandy kind of ate her up. I will say that. Okay. Why do you say that? I just feel like, based on the, pr- like the proof that they had, and based on the mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff that Brandy brought, like, brought up, where she's like, no, I don't owe her any loyalty. I barely talk to her. I'm like, so what is all this fuss about? If that's the case and you feel that way, then this shouldn't be a big deal. Like, why is she so stuck on this whole sisterhood with Brandy? Number one, why would she even think that Brandy would be somebody to be in a sisterhood with? I don't know, because Brandy's the worst. Like The worst. If I could get rid of someone, hey, let's play a game. If you could get rid of someone... On the current cast. <laughs> Nobody would be there. Okay. Nobody well, would be there, on. but top people, I would definitely say Brandy. Um, okay, so last week, I would have said Jackie for sure. You Yeah, because you've been trying to throw her off. But, but after this reunion, she always oh, yeah. pulls this shit. She always pulls this shit. She gives a fuck of a show. And then it's like we're back to the <laughs> same shit. 
And it's like, I, I fall for it every time. So I have to say Jackie. I have to stand 10 toes down and I have to say Jackie. I was about to say, because if she couldn't even like no. call Brooke when her daughter passed away, it, like that is some... I think we've all been there where we don't know what to say when someone is going through something, especially so tragic. But for you not to... For you to have go on about the sisterhood and how you're the leader when I kind of think that Jennifer kind of ate Jackie up when she was like, actually, I started basketball wise. No, she absolutely did. And Evelyn should have actually came out. And then Tammy should have actually came out. And then Susie should have actually came out. (laughs) And then Drea should have actually came out. Like, all of them should have came out. Because, no, you did not. Like, let's stop. Let's calm down a little bit. I remember when Jackie was introduced. Ooh. Ain't that something? And she was, she did not start it. She did nothing of the sort. Like, give that shit to what's her name? Who ate Shawnee up? What was that clip that I posted? Who ate Shawnee up that bad at that dinner table? Like, she ate everybody up. Was it, what was her name? Laura? Gloria. Gloria. If anybody those, those started sisters, it, Gloria and Laura. Gloria started that shit. Like the way she ate Shawnee O'Neill's ass up on her own show. And that's why she didn't come back. Like we never seen her after that. After, after, well, did she do the spinoff? I think she might have did the spinoff. I don't know. Yeah, she did some some stuff after. Her and her sister were always like a mess, and they're a mess in real life. But yeah, so that my whole thing is if you want to preach about sisterhood, being there for each other, starting stuff, why would you not call someone after they lose their daughter? And then you go into confessional. And you make it even worse by saying, if I lost my daughter, I probably wouldn't even be here. Like, I get it because... People cope differently, but that was just such a nasty thing to fucking say. It was horrible. It was horrible. I don't know why she would say that. I don't even know what her reunion look was, too, by the way. But I'm like, were those props or is that supposed to be? I was wondering the same thing. And it was pissing me off. Like, was that that Victoria? Because I've seen that bra Victoria's Secret with the sparkling straps. And I'm like, is that a bra strap or is that part of the outfit? Because if it's like she looks like the the Grim Reaper. Well, (laughs) that's what she was there to do. So, mission accomplished, Jackie. She dressed for the occasion because she was literally going to show her ass but i, I definitely get it was why just one episode malaysia is over all of them yeah if anything malaysia should have came out brandy has so much just all i seen was titties brandy is just all like she's just I want her off the show. That's it. I can't. The like, room is I like can't. her mouth is just, I don't know. It's a lot. She drains all of the energy out of, of the, the room. room. And then and she's then, like, you're not talking. I'm not talking. I'm not your friend. I'm, not the, I'm just like, shit. Oh. And then when she got up to sit in between 
Brooke and Jackie and she was like this is for you and Jackie was like well I don't need it so you can get up and I'm like that was kind of funny <laughs> yeah what do you think about Jackie though Jackie is a certified stepper like I have never seen Jackie like throw hands throw back hands down. but she will not back down and she isn't scared right. of anybody right and I think that's why her and Tammy had like a mutual understanding with each other. Yeah, and also you just have to realize that Jackie's crazy. Mm-hmm. She lives in her own world. So MVPs, we should just skip it because I, I don't really have one. I'll be honest, I don't have yeah, an MVP. Yeah, we can skip it. This ain't the Bravo episode. <laughs> we don't have to do that. Kind of get real. Yeah, it's, it, I didn't like anybody. DJ Duffy was okay, but she was starting to get on my motherfucking nerves with the whole Brandy thing. It's like she was living in Brandy's ass the other half of the season. And I'm like, girl, who cares? This is Brandy. I love seeing her and Iman, though. Brandy Maxwell? I guess it's hard. I think it's hard when you're friends with someone, like they said, for 19 years. And you're like, okay, I fucked up. Like, you're acting like I fucking killed your dog dude like please like what are you talking about and for her not to tell her that her son was like getting surgery it's like not like i didn't know it was that bad that's insane yeah i just knew that wasn't gonna last brandy's not genuine to anybody brandy can even be genuine with malaysia and even saying like oh i don't hate malaysia and then, like, me and me and Malaysia actually had a conversation, and she insinuated that they were good. And literally, like, five seconds later, she was like, but, yeah, Malaysia was playing up in, in front of the cameras. <laughs> She's like, obsessed with Malaysia. That's the thing. I just She's don't get it. Like, and has and that's why she didn't want her to leave. She's like, no, I didn't want right. her to leave. I'm like... Because she would have no storyline. And that is why she deflected, and that's why she put everything on... Duffy, she's like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk about my shitty marriage, so now I'm just going to give Duffy the cold shoulder because I want to stay on this show because I was desperate to get back on here. So, But yeah, I can't even pretend that I care anymore. Basketball wives, the reunion was good. Um, Like I say, 8.5, I'll give it to them. That's one thing that they did right. Now, do I, I want it to come, come back? I you come here and, like, dog, dog the reunion because you hated the season. Oh, no. I actually enjoyed the... It, they don't even have to show me the season anymore. Just do the reunions. Because it's like, I don't want to be obligated to sit there for, like, 45 minutes per week and watch that bullshit. Like, just show me... They can show I love, me everything. I will, I will come out and say that I had fun this season. I'm so glad that OG is gone. I did not miss Evelyn at all. Like I thought those were the worst seasons in basketball wise history, other than when OG said, I'm your favorite athlete's favorite athlete. And Evelyn was very bothered by that. Um, oh yeah, that but, little fight that they had that where she pushed yeah. Evelyn in the bushes. I did like that. <laughs> But other than that, it was just like so. Because they need to bring back the power players, and I already say it. Like I already. And they don't want to come back though. Malaysia's like fuck that. Maybe they need to. Tammy is acting. 
Well, like, not Tammy, not but I'm like, where's Susie Royce? Where's Keisha? Where's Kenya? I know they're like, get them back together and do something. Get the game back together. Get the dog. game back together. If Shawnee, if you're listening to this, Dr. Jackie does not lead need to lead shit. I don't know why you gave her that position and made her feel like she could lead this group, like this group of women. She can't. It's impossible. She's crazy. <laughs> um, Shawnee, if you're listening, I did kind of enjoy the season. I was one of like 10 people who watched me and Kendrick. <laughs> but I do agree. Bring back some OG players. Where's Susie? That's a... I don't think she wants to be on camera. <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, we will be back soon for the <laughs> the Bravo episode, which we have so much gossip to talk about. But then we also have to talk about the premiere of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes, and also the premiere, the series premiere of mm-hmm. Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. When ooh, some fine, fine, fine men are on there and it just feels so good we might even touch on regular summer house and we have to watch uh the dance show so we'll come back yes. with our honest opinion on the dance show <laughs> but i know that summer house that was good like i'm, I'm gonna be straight mm-hmm. up the, the black summer house was good as hell a little mm-hmm. bit better than the mm-hmm. og one mm-hmm. i don't want to get in trouble though I'll leave but it at that. I'll leave it at that. I love y'all though. But <laughs> I yeah. love y'all for real. And until next time, we will see you. Love you. Have a great week. Bye. Love you. Bye.